Hello, welcome back to MLEX's podcast covering the top stories in regulatory affairs with the assistance of our team of reporters around the globe. My name is James Paniki, MLEX Asia Senior Editor, and I'm coming to you today from the LexisNexis offices in Melbourne, Australia. It's great to have your company. Now, as our readers know only too well, South Korea has been at the forefront of digital platform regulation for many years now. And the country's antitrust watchdog, the Korea Fair Trade Commission, or KFTC, has been central to this equation with its often muscular enforcement of local competition laws. But for the past year, South Korea has been trying something new and arguably less combative. Self-regulation has been put forward as an alternative to platform-specific legislation. That is, the requirement that the powerful platforms, both international and homegrown, create their own rules and standards. But is it working? And does this mean that the KFTC has taken its foot off the enforcement pedal? Well, MLEX's South Korea reporters spent some time with Han Ki-jon, who has been the country's antitrust chief since last September, and they put some of those questions to him. It was a wide-ranging conversation, which also took in the issue of unfair trade practices in the creative content industry and the KFTC's relationship with the country's prosecutors. There's even something in it for fans of K-pop, and it has all come together very nicely indeed in a special report which is ready for you to download right now. The two MLEX reporters who wrote that special report are Wu Yong Lee and Jenny Lee, who I am pleased to say are with us now from our offices in Seoul. Uh, Jenny, starting with you, uh, if I may, on the issue of digital platforms, just remind us what's going on there exactly. Thanks, James. Since taking office in September of last year, Chairman On has been focused on regulating digital platforms using a two-pronged approach. Unlike regulators in the EU, the US, and other parts of the world, he believes in balancing platform self-regulation with government crackdowns using the tools available. So rather than immediately enacting new rules, he thinks it's best to let platforms and their business users resolve disputes and other issues on their own, Meanwhile, South Korea's competition law is used to impose severe sanctions on platform operators for self-preferencing practices, multi-homing restraints, and other forms of power abuse. Um, So during the interview, Chairman Han said to us, the reason for this approach is that platform monopolies and the abuse of superior bargaining position over small businesses are two distinct problems that require different solutions. Now, Jenny, it's been several months since South Korea rolled out its platform self-regulation initiative, which you just mentioned. So how has it all been going? And I suppose more importantly, what are the current thoughts of Chairman Han on this matter? As you may well be aware, uh, the Platform Self-Regulation Initiative, which has been pursued as an alternative to platform legislation, uh, went into high gear in the latter half of last year, and I would say it has already achieved its first significant milestone. In March, operators of major food delivery apps in South Korea, such as Coupang Eats and Bedal Minjok, along with associations of small vendors that use them, came up with a set of measures to handle disputes among themselves and they include a requirement to draw up a standard contract that detail the methods for applying commissions or advertising fees, the timing procedures of any payments, and the standards for exposure in search results. Um, Chairman Han said all of these measures uh, reflect many of the proposals contained in the platform bill 
drafted by the KFTC during the previous government, which are effectively abandoned with the launch of President Yoon Song-yeol's administration. He said self-regulation and the platform bill have the same overarching goal, which is to better transaction practices and achieve prosperity between platform operators and small businesses. So um, his plan is to wait and see how it goes. And if it proves inadequate, he intends to work with lawmakers as they consider the need for institutional mechanisms for platforms transaction order. So in the meantime, uh, the chairman said the KFTC will actively support the self-regulation efforts so that the measures can be uh, quickly drawn up in other sectors as well, including e-commerce. Okay, so there's clearly an attempt there to create some level of harmony through self-regulation. But as you mentioned briefly before, uh, Han's approach towards platform monopolies sounds actually quite harsh, right? Maybe uh, give us a little bit more detail about how things are unfolding on that front. Sure, James. As you noted, uh, when it comes to tackling platform monopolies, he advocates a much harsher crackdown. For a while now, the KFTC has been dedicated to taking stern action against those who abuse their market dominance, including platform operators. But after last year's extensive service outage that impacted South Korean tech giant Kakao's wide range of services, this commitment has taken on a heightened sense of urgency. As recently as earlier this month, Google was slammed with hefty sanctions by the KFTC for abusing its dominant position in the Android app market by preventing game developers from releasing their products on a competing app store. But again, instead of introducing fresh rules to combat the adverse effects of platform monopolies, the chairman said the way to achieve this for the time being is by reinforcing law enforcement standards within the boundaries of existing legislation. Um, that's why in January, uh, new screening guidelines were put into place to be used when investigating allegations of power abuses by platforms. Um, merger control rules are also set to be revised by the first half of this year to curb their indiscreet business expansion through mergers and acquisitions. Okay, Wu Yong, this might be a good chance to bring you into the conversation. There has been a concern among businesses in South Korea over a growing appetite in criminal antitrust enforcement by the uh, prosecution service, so not the KFTC directly, but through the uh, prosecutor's office. What's the chairman's view on this? Yes, James. Uh, the chairman says he's fully aware of those concerns raised about the prosecution service's intensified criminal antitrust enforcement. Uh, these concerns were uh, recently prompted by a recent investigation by the prosecution service into alleged cartel conducted by furniture companies. So that's causing anxiety among businesses in the country um, because they may face prosecution without prior screening by the antitrust regulator. Um, notably, the investigation was conducted without a referral from the KFTC which exclusively has the right to refer cases deemed serious enough to warrant prosecution. However, um, it is important to note that the prosecution service is not prohibited from launching independent investigations. So companies could potentially face overlapping investigations from both the KFTC and the prosecution service. Um, so to avoid such overlaps, the two organizations have recently started communicating at a working level. 
Well, let's talk about those discussions. What kind of discussions are they? What kind of ground is covered in those meetings? So during the meeting,、uh, both parties share the schedules of their respective investigations as well as the direction of the probes. So the purpose of the meeting is to minimize any potential overlap between the investigations. So according to the chairman,、uh, the meeting has progressed smoothly without any difficulties or obstacles so far. Now, Wu Yong, it has been seven months since Han began his three-year term, and he has shown a great interest in tackling unfair trade practices in the creative content industry. And there's no shortage, obviously, of South Korean creative content out on the world stage at the moment. And this also takes in copyright disputes. So, what's his take on all of this? The chairman finds the South Korean creative content industry is mired in unfair trade practices. Uh, because of a significant power imbalance in the industry, so typically those with stronger bargaining positions, such as entertainment agencies and publishing companies,、uh, hold the upper hand over creators who often have weaker negotiating power. And the agency is conducting、uh, fact-finding surveys. Uh, to better understand the problematic practices that they've identified in the industry. So, what areas does the agency focus on in this preliminary survey? To address this issue, the KFTC has taken the first step of conducting fact-finding surveys to gain a better understanding of industry practices. So, the agency has selected two sectors. One is over-the-top media services. And another is entertainment agencies. So the goal is to determine whether contracts between powerful streaming services and content creators, as well as those between powerful entertainment agencies and K-pop artists, contain any unfair terms that may disadvantage the artists and impede their ability to exercise their own rights. Especially those,、uh, the issue of contracts between entertainment agencies and K-pop artists has cast dark shadows over the music industry. So the KFTC has intervened several times to correct the practices before, but the unfair trade practices continue to persist in the industry. So this time, it re- it remains to be seen if the agency's efforts will bring about meaningful change this time. All right, now Jenny,、uh, shifting our focus away from K-pop and onto another story that you covered, which discusses the KFTC's efforts to enhance its law enforcement system. Maybe tell us something、mm-hmm. about what the chairman had to say about that revamp.、Mm-hmm. Of course. The chairman told us during the interview that、uh, fostering a greater sense of fairness throughout the antitrust review process,、um, along with improving transparency and efficiency, has been an important goal of the revamp, which sought to reorganize the agency's structure, enhance its case handling procedures, and bol- bolster its capabilities overall.、Um, some of the changes that have been implemented. Address what has long been a source of frustration for companies facing investigations, which is the lack of predictability in antitrust procedures. To fix this, the KFTC has worked to provide greater clarity in investigation notices, which must now detail the scope of its inquiry, the legal provisions that may have been breached, the duration of the suspected problematic activity, and more. According to the chairman, the most welcome improvement for companies. 
is the opportunity to voice their opinions during the inquiry phase rather than just during the deliberation phase, as well as the possibility for cases meeting certain criteria to be considered for deliberation by the KPTC Standing Committee twice or more. Wuyong and Jenny, thank you for your special report and your interview with the KFTC chief. It's a great read. Let's talk again very soon. Thank you. Thanks, James. Thanks for having us. Jenny Lee and Wuyong Lee cover regulatory affairs for MLEX from South Korea. The special report they've just completed, based on that extended interview with Chairman Han, is at our website right now, mlexmarketinsight.com. That's mlexmarketinsight.com, and it's ready for you to download and enjoy. Of course, MLEX subscribers have full access to our South Korean portfolio covering self-regulation from last year's election of a new government right up to the most recent developments. It's a great case study with some great reporting from the team. And anyone clicking on the News Hub tab of our public website will also find a link to the very best of MLEX's reporting and analysis. There's also an archive of podcasts, which is a great way to familiarise yourself with our content and our team of reporters. Alas, that's all we have time for on today's programme. We'll be appearing in your feed next Friday at more or less the same time. I hope you can join me then for all of the latest from MLEX's reporters around the globe. The podcast is produced and presented by me, James Paniki. It's published with the assistance of our marketing team in London, and our executive producer is Richard Thompson. From all of us at MLEX and LexisNexis, thank you for your company. I'll see you again soon. Bye.